You're listening to the Volleyball by Design podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a conversation that's been happening a lot lately with myself and other coaches in regards to coaches aren't coaching the way that they'd like. And there's a variety of reasons why this is happening. So it's an episode you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after a number of years coaching competitive volleyball and as the head coach of the biggest college in Canada, I've become obsessed with helping coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to coach efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 108 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. How is everyone doing out there today? Hope you guys are doing well. It is uh, another week where I always say this is the off season, but I have so many coaches that I know that were in uh, Vegas or Orlando this weekend for volleyball, and it is... um. It's great. I'm glad that coaches are still, you know, still coaching. And there's nationals, um, which is where I'm, I'm aware that other coaches are at right now. So, uh, if you're a coach and you're still competing, I, I wish you the best of luck. And um, and yeah, for uh, for my new listeners, welcome to the podcast. My name is Coach Brian Singh. I'm the host of the podcast. And for my regular listeners, as always, you know how much I appreciate you guys. Uh, means the world. Means the world that you guys are listening to another episode, uh, tuning in, and. You know, just trying to take that, take your coaching to the next level. Well, today, uh, got a little bit of a different type of episode. You know, I always try to give tangible things to take back to your gym that you can apply to your team right away. Well, you really, this is not something you're going to take back to your gym necessarily, but this is something that I want you to start thinking about as a head coach, assistant coach um, of just your your, your coaching philosophy. Uh, but hold on, before, before we get into that, uh, today is July 4th, so uh, first of all, uh, to my friends across the border, um, Independence Day, all right, happy 4th of July, and for, um, well, also, for many of you that know, I have a DVA Live coming up August 6th, August 7th, if you haven't got your ticket yet, tickets are now for sale, so head on over to volleyballworkshop.com to get it, but more specifically, today's the last day that the bonus goes away um, for a one-on-one coaching call with myself. So anyone that buys a ticket to DVA Live um, by the end of, if you're listening to this on July 4th by midnight, you will get a one-on-one coaching call with me thrown in so we can really dive into your programming and I can help you uh, with your specific problem. And I don't really do a lot of one-on-one coaching calls uh, unless it's, you know, I'm trying to really help you at the beginning of your journey or rather just just help you before you commit to something long term I, I always like action takers so if you're an action taker I'd love to get a chance to you know work with you and see what you're doing so yeah DVA live volleyballworkshop.com get on that and I'm looking forward to see you there all right so oh funny thing side note too 4th of July um, is actually my birthday as well which is really funny so I, I live in Canada but I would always feel like when, we, when uh, anytime we traveled to the U.S., it was like everybody was celebrating my birthday. So, uh, funny thing, but yeah, Fourth of July is my birthday, ironically, and it's Independence Day. But anyways, okay, let's talk about what today's episode's about. Today's episode is a little bit of a different one, coaches. Okay, so uh, don't don't tune me out or change the channel. It's not going to be a long episode, but there is. I've been having so many conversations. 
so many conversations with coaches lately. Now that we're having, now we're at the, we're at the end of the season, and a, a theme that's coming up, and it's something I want to address because as coaches, it's important that we talk about this, and that is you not being able to coach the way you want to coach, and that is an absolute problem. And I'll, I'll give you some. I'll give you some scenarios. Uh, so one, dealing with administration which I know many of you have to deal with, or parents, or club administration, dealing with people where you are not allowed to do your job because your job will be questioned by other people. And that is a problem. So I was talking to a bunch of coaches lately where you know they benched a player or they may not be taking a player next year. And administration has a problem with that. You know, maybe the parent is on a board of some sort or, or is, is in with administration and it's like, you know, it's going to be a problem for you if you don't take that athlete. But you know that Ashley, that athlete should not be on your team, whether it's a character problem, which generally it normally is, you know, bad attitude, they're bringing the team morale and chemistry down and it's just, you know, maybe you've addressed it a bunch of times and it's just not working out. Maybe they're always complaining and, you know, you know, you guys, you, you guys know what kind of players I'm talking about. And it's unfortunate and you're in a position where you have administration that could be you know breathing down your neck a little bit you may have parents you may have a lot of other things now I, I talked uh, on episode 93 I believe it was I actually did an entire episode on dealing with parents so episode 93 I uh, go back and take a listen to that one um, I talked a lot about dealing with parents and you know strategies you can use but in today's like for today's purpose, uh, I want, or episode 94, rather, it was 94, not 93. The message that I want you to understand, and what I'm going to talk to you about here is you have to coach the way you coach. Your team is a reflection of you first, okay? Yes, you may coach for a, a high school, a club, and you have their name on your jersey. Absolutely. But when players behave poorly, or when, it, when a team goes out on the court, that is a reflection of you. No one says, oh, you know, wait, wait, who was the, who's the first one that gets fired? Who's the first one that gets blamed when the team is, is not performing? It's not the players. It's the coach. The coach gets the big, they, we get ridiculed right away. But when, when we do well, if we win a championship or something great happens, it wasn't the coach, it was the players. So we always get the, the bad end of the stick. So... We have to remember that, you know, the team is a reflection of you and you got into this job, you know, because you love volleyball and you love affecting change, positive change in young people's lives so you can help them be better people. At the end of the day, that is why we got into coaching. Well, majority of us, majority of us got into coaching because one, we love the game, right? You absolutely love the game of volleyball and two, the change that's possible because of what you're able to do with your team is is amazing. It's something you cannot do anywhere else. So here is the message for you coaches in this situation. If you can't coach the way you want to coach, then there's absolutely no point in you being there because you're not going to do the best job you possibly can. And I, had, and, I, and I tell coaches this all the time, and one of the answers I get back is, but I'm doing it for the kids. You know, I want to be there for the kids. And that is, a, that is a great point. But my question to you is, 
Are you going to be able to run a successful program the way that you want to run it with an administration or parents who don't support you? Yes, you want to do it for the kids. I understand that. But you can't give them your best. You can't give them the amazing experience that you want to because you're dealing with external factors that are going to hinder your ability to do your job. And that is something that you cannot have. You can't have it. Like, you know, I coach at the biggest college in Canada. And my administration will never tell me how to coach, how to run my team, how to do things. They may not approve a budget of some sort that I want to do. Or, you know, that's, that's another conversation. That's fine. But when it comes to my team, it's my team. So that's one. Okay? So administration. Then... I've been dealing with a lot of coaches talk about the fact that some coaches may have been taking on a team for the first time. Uh, maybe they're a new coach and they have assistant coaches on their staff who don't support them. I mean, at face value, they might seem like they don't support them, but when you give an instruction or when you, you know, the kids are doing a drill or something like that, they'll go against what you said. Maybe they'll tell the kids something that you were not trying to enforce and, and they don't listen to you. Or they do, you know, this has been a situation that happens a lot that I've talked to coaches about. And assistant coaches, I have an entire episode about assistant coaches as well. If you have an assistant coach that is not supporting your message and rather disagreeing with your coaching philosophy, your systems, your tactics, and things like that, they cannot be on your staff. Because again, you can't coach the way you coach. Your team is not at that point a reflection of you. And if you have assistant coaches who are leaders, who are coaches on your team, not sharing that vision that you have, not implementing your vision on your team, then not only is there mixed messaging from players and coaching staff, which is not a recipe for success, but it's just straight up your team is not going to be a reflection of what you want them to be. So my advice is this. Have a one-on-one with your assistant coaches. If they still are not listening or they still are doing, you know, whatever whatever they want to do, then they need to go. They need to go. It's on it honestly there's you know, I always say give them a chance, have a conversation, but normally people don't really change once they have, you know, once they're doing what they're doing. It's it's very rare that they're going to change like that all of a sudden to all of a sudden, you know, come to your vision and see your vision unless they were willing to accept it from the beginning. It, it's, it, it can happen, but it's not, it's not likely. What's going to happen is they'll be shielding their real feelings from you, which is worse because no matter what, it's going to end up going back to the kids and you don't want that. So assisting coaches, not believing and implementing your vision is a problem and you can't have that, okay? So that's number two. Number one is administration and parents. Number two is dealing with your own staff. We, like that, that's tough. We don't want to want to stay away from that. Okay. Number three, another big point uh, that that's been coming across lately, is this idea of imposter syndrome. And imposter syndrome, I'll give you a situation. So I had a coach that spoke to me, and the coach was like. They they were they got um I don't want to say promoted what's the word they were given they were they've been coaching for a while and they were given an elite level team a, a really good team a team that is going to be competitive 
potentially going to win a championship or compete for a championship, a good team. And this coach felt that they weren't good enough to coach them. That's interesting. You know, and I know coaches that are listening to this. How many times have you felt that you weren't good enough to coach the kids? You weren't, you know, you, you felt like you weren't ready. You weren't at that level that you could implement, you can, you know, affect change. And coaches, I challenge you to accept that. Because, well, let me rephrase that. I challenge you to accept the challenge of coaching high-level athletes. Because you absolutely are capable of coaching high-level athletes. Absolutely. If you've been coaching for a number of years, even a couple years, and you have a good grasp of the game, you can coach anybody within reason. I'm like I'm not talking about professional players here. But you can coach anybody. And the rule of thumb is you just have to be 10% better than the rest of them. You have to be 10% ahead of them. Plan, know your systems, study, learn, find a mentor to help you when you have questions, because you will, and go in there with confidence and deliver an amazing program. You absolutely have the ability to do it. Do not let the athletes, you know, their skill level, whether it's amazingly high, do not allow it to prevent you from being confident at your job. You all have, you all are capable of coaching at a high level. Everybody that listens to this podcast, listen, especially if you've been a long-term listener, the amount of information that I've given on this podcast, if you've consumed even half of it, you can coach an elite level 18U and under team, 18U, 17U, 16U, 15U, what doesn't matter. You can 100% coach an elite level team without a doubt by just listening to this podcast because we talk about programming, we talk about skills, we talk about what to look for in athletes and how to train them and we talk about it. So you already you already have a resource you can use to help you be successful at that job. But don't fall into the imposter syndrome of not believing that you're capable of doing it because you absolutely are. So I told you this was going to be a little bit of a shorty one. And you know what? It's my birthday. We get, you guys can cut me a little slack here. But you are going to take some tangible things away. One, and then we repeat this again. Administration and parents don't run your team. You do. If you don't run your team, your team is going to run you. And that is a problem. And the minute your team believes that they can run you, or there are they, they actually are running you, you've lost them. You've lost them, and it's going to be very difficult to get them back. So you have to run your team, not the other way around, not from admin or parents, because your team is a reflection of you. When your team loses, it's on you. When your team wins, it should be on you, but normally it's congratulations to the players. But it's, it's on you. I'm telling you, it's on you. Okay? So if you find yourself in a situation where you cannot do your job the way that you want to do it, and you've addressed it to whoever you need to address it to, whether it's your AD, principal, I don't know, club director, then you, you need to find a better situation. And I'll, I'll tell you, even me, if my administration changed at my college, and all of a sudden they were telling me I can't do this, I can't do that, or this, I, I, I would leave. Because then I, I don't have the ability to run a program the way that I want to run the program. And that is not a recipe for success. Because I know what it takes to win a championship. I know what it takes to win at a high level. And therefore, I have to have full control of 
being able to do that with my team. So making sure you have full control of that is absolutely important, okay? Your, um, what was my other one? Oh, so administration parents, uh, make sure that, you know, you have, like, you're, you're confident that you can run your team. You have the ability to run it, make sure you can run it, okay? Because I think wholeheartedly, you can do a great job at it. And I think you will. So just make sure that you stay confident, believe in yourself, and you'll be fine, okay? You'll absolutely be fine. And my third point, so we talked about admin, talked about imposter syndrome. Uh, third point, and the last thing I'm gonna wrap you guys up with this, make sure that your assisting coaches are on the same page as you are. Do not have them undermining you, especially in front of you. I've had stories where coaches tell me the assistant coaches undermine them right at practice. They'll say something, and then the assistant coaches will be like, don't worry, guys, we're going to do something else. Or, or something something you know, in, something that's not what the coach said. So assistant coaches are there to support you and implement your vision. And I'm not saying they can't challenge you on certain things because that's healthy. That's good for them to question and challenge you on certain things. Absolutely. But they have to have the same vision as you and believe in that vision so they can implement it, all right? These three things I hope, you know, and I might not be speaking to all of you, okay? So if you're a coach listening to this and, and none of this applies to you, then you're on the right track and this is more of an episode to reassure you that you're on the right track. But I know there are many coaches out there who listen to this podcast who has been in one of these three situations, dealing with admin or parents, imposter syndrome, as well as having assistant coaches not share your vision and actually uh, be a problem as opposed to a solution. So I know there are many coaches who have dealt with these three things. And I want you to know that you're not alone. I personally am here for you if you need anything. I mean, I'm, I'm, I always tell you guys, reach out. You know, my Instagram is co- uh, Brian Singh underscore Coach B. You know, reach out. I'll, I'll do my best to respond back to you. Um, and if you're a DVA member, you already know that inside DVA, there's a talk to me button. You hit that, you get I get a message right to my phone. And I and, and DVA members, you know I respond back to you. And I respond back to you with video so that I can explain and show you anything that I need to. So I will always be there for, for coaches. You know, when I was a young coach, I never had this. I never had someone that I can go to when I had any question at all. Say, hey, how do I, I'm not sure how to deal with this situation. I just want, I just want some feedback. I want some advice. I never had that. I got that later on in my coaching career and I was, I'm extremely grateful for it, but I can be that for anyone who wants it. Any of you out there who wants it, I know I'm here for you in any way that I can. And if you're a DVA member, you get me in a much more intimate capacity as well, because I'm, I'm, I'm there like via video, via, you know, whenever you need me. And if you're not a DVA member and you'd like to be, head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com and Sign up for that wait list and I'll get back to you because you guys know DVA. DVA is my mentorship program for volleyball coaches where you get access to all my stuff, all my stuff you get access to. Plus, we jump on coaching calls for live training and Q&A, and I'm, I'm really just there to help you become a better coach, transform, be that mentor, and you get access to a great community of coaches, all right? One last thing I will say uh, before I... Um, I'll let you guys go, is I know I've had a lot of DVA members, um, you know, competing at nationals, and I just want to shout out a couple of them. Uh, I know uh, Chris is uh, out there competing, 
as well as Tony is out there competing. And the, these guys reached out in our in our coaches community in DVA and uh, and thanked me for you know for my live trainings and things that I've helped them with. And they said that you know it's 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 helped them at be a, not only be a better coach but it's helped them at nationals. And they started off the day with amazing winning records. And you know what? I, I, I should be shouting out DVA members on a regular uh, on this podcast because I'm so proud of our DVA members and, and the great results and success they're seeing. And I hope that I can continue helping my DVA members and more coaches to come because that's my mission. My mission is to help as many coaches as I can so that in turn, you can change the lives of your players and we can grow this game together. So well done, uh, Chris and Tony. Thank you for those kind words that you've reached out to me. And I just want to make sure that I acknowledge it on the pod because you guys deserve it. All right. That's it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Volleyball by Design podcast. I will see you guys next week. Take care. All right. Cue the music. Look, are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training? And instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days. When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out CoachBTraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.